Welcome back to an all-new episode of DirtCast. I am your co-host, Megan Reynolds. And I'm the other co-host, Madeline Davies. Later on this episode, we will be talking to Lindsay Weber, a them among whose, the co-host of the very popular podcast, Who Weekly. She'll be joining us to talk about a movie that I have unfortunately not been able to stop thinking about, A Star is Born. I just want to take another look at you. In all the good times I find myself And just so everyone is aware, there will be spoilers in this conversation, um, considering that there are four movies with the same plot. Um, that shouldn't be super outlandish, uh, but just a heads up. But before we do all of that, Maddie, how are you? I am great. I am coming here directly from the dermatologist mm. where um, all of my moles checked out fine. Congratulations. I always forget how invasive that check is. Oh. And so it's always like, oh, I'm naked. You know, Do, like you don't think you're going to be naked. They take, I've never gotten a mole check because I think uh, I have like one, I have like one mole. But that's like the people who need to be more careful. Oh, well, okay. Do you have to take off all of your clothing? They let you keep your underwear on. Mm-hmm. Including your brassiere or no? No brassiere. Oh, wow. And I really appreciate it. Actually, the nurse practitioner said, you can keep on your undies as opposed to panties. <laughs> the word panties makes me want to jump through a window. Undies is a little better, though. It does sound like you're speaking to like a four-year-old. Yeah, Which I is think I, like, I would rather my doctor talk to me like a four-year-old and like panties. I mean, if a doctor said panties to me, I would gather my belongings and depart. Yeah. But you're all set? I'm all good. Congratulations. Um, but Megan, yeah. I feel like we can come together on how we are because we had like a wild-ass weekend. We did. The former co-host of this very podcast. Friend the, of the show. Friend of the show. And the current co-host that is not Lindsay Weber of Who Weekly, Bobby Finger. It's a lot of, it's a lot of things. Bobby got married this weekend. Bobby got married. Bobby got hitched. Maddie and I were in attendance. I think it really strengthened our bond as co-hosts. Oh, my God, yeah. We had, like, a, a really beautiful moment on the dance floor where we, we did. did, like, kind of a full interpretive. Totally. I don't know. Alvin Ailey thing. Yeah, like, it was just a little Twyla Tharp, a little Martha Graham. We really reached back to our theater training. Yeah, definitely. In there a was... way that I wasn't anticipating. Exactly. But it felt really good. Yeah, I will say good job, Bobby, for throwing probably one of the most fun weddings I've ever been Seriously. to. Seriously. But also bad job, Bobby. Jesus Because I got fucking hammered. hammered. <laughs> um, all of Jezebel and Jezebel former staffers were staying in the same house. Yes, a beautiful. Found by Megan. Hello, me. 17 people. 17 people. And there was like all these wild plans and like <laughs> one person got like a crate of wine. Which I told her to get. I mean, someone even, like, when driving up was like, I don't think seven bottles of wine is going to be oh, enough. Oh, totally, no. And I also agreed. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't think it was. She was like, I'll get six. And I was like, mm, we're probably going to finish all of that. Right. Uh, <laughs> not a single <laughs> no. one was cracked into. I took a bottle of rosé home. It's in my fridge. Every single person came in and was like, yeah, party, and then just <laughs> fell asleep. Collapsed. We both had collectively great weekends. Yeah. I uh, love love. How was your Sunday? Rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sunday sucked. Yeah, I felt terrible. I felt very and then bad. I went to bed really early. I fell asleep on the couch at 8:30 watching the second season of Big Mouth and woke up like It's so <gasps> cute, right? It That's is what really I also cute. watched. I couldn't stay awake past the second episode because I was so not okay. Yeah. In my body. But don't take that as a criticism towards Big Mouth, which is 
such a charming, sweet show. Yeah, Big Mouth is great. Let's stop talking about our stupid lives and talk about <laughs> the stupid lives of celebrities. Would you like to do that? Oh I my would. god, I would love to do that. Wonderful. Let's take a gander. What do we have here? Oh, my my word. Taylor Swift, back on top of the food chain. Back on top of the food chain. A day after her American tour ends, which she I, announces. She's a Democrat. She's a Democrat, which is, like, on one hand, super mercenary. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I love to think of, like, all the people who, like, would have, like, boycotted. And then they're just like, ah, yeah. I went to that show and I enjoyed it. Yeah. What does that mean? She announced this on Instagram saying that she was voting for two Democrats in Tennessee in the midterm elections, which are coming up on November 6th. If you, everybody, please vote. Vote for good people, not bad people. Thank you. She wrote a very long blurb. I will read this portion. In the past, I've been reluctant to publicly voice my political opinions, but due to several events in my life and in the world in the past two years, I feel very differently about that now. I always have and always will cast my vote based on which candidate will protect and fight for the human rights I believe we all deserve in this country. I believe in the fight for LGBTQ rights and that any form of discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender is wrong in all caps. I believe that the systemic racism we still see in this country towards people of color is terrifying, sickening, and prevalent. She came out really hard against Marsha Blackburn, Mm -hmm. who is a Republican running for Senate in Tennessee. (laughs) She uh, went on to say... As much as I have in the past and would like to continue voting for women in office, I cannot support Marsha Blackburn. Her voting record in Congress appalls and terrifies me. She voted against equal pay for women. She voted against the Reauthorization of Violence Against Women Act, which attempts to protect women from domestic violence, stalking, and date rape. She believes businesses have a right to refuse service to gay couples. She also believes they should not have the right to marry. These are not my Tennessee values. She also shouted out the last day to register to vote in the state of Tennessee, which is October 9th. She put in a link to vote.org and then ended it with happy voting. Well, and what's crazy is that voter registration actually spiked. A visible spike. Kamari Guthrie from vote.org told BuzzFeed, we are up to 65,000 registrations in a single 24-hour period since Taylor Swift's post. That is fucking insane. I just also never thought I'd see the day where Taylor Swift uttered the phrase systemic racism. Same. Bonkers. I, yeah, it's like— Shit's wild, man. We live in a world where Kanye is wearing a, a MAGA hat. Oh, my Lord. And Taylor Swift is coming out as a Democrat. And, like, I know it would be— a more cynical person <laughs> would say that Taylor maybe was taking some advantage of mm. Kanye's like pro pivot Trump, to the other uh, gotcha. proclivities. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I feel like there's so little good. True. <laughs> Honestly. <they're laughs> that rude. it's just like, you know what? I'm just going to be like, good for her. I'm, this is not a bubble bursting per se, but just something that occurred to me while I was rereading this. So the American Music Awards aired on Tuesday night. We're recording this on Tuesday. They're airing Tuesday, which is tonight. I have not seen them, obviously. She is the opener yeah, for the American Music Awards. Not to be like, this is public. I don't. I mean, it's like one of those things where she should have done it sooner, right? Yeah. Like she should have. Like in 2016. Yeah. Would have been a fine time. But also it's like you came to the party late, but you came to the party. Right. You showed up. And so – I got nothing, nothing bad, bad to say really, other than what I like implied. Mm-hmm. But I, I also I believe what Maddie implied. What Maddie implied, I agree with. 
So Megan is taking a far more cynical st- approach. This should surprise literally nobody listening or you yes. even. Yes. <laughs> Again. We'll see. I mean, it's good. You know what? Stripping away the like the cynicism and my my dark soul, I think that this is a good thing. Also, like 64,000 people registered That's to vote. so many people. That's crazy. That's insane. Her, so it's it, like who really cares what the motivation is? It's like true. so long as the outcome is, is positive. Uh, positive, you know? Her impact. What else can we say? Dakota Johnson and of Fifty Shades franchise. Yes. Anastasia Steele. Thank you for that. And Chris Martin of Coldplay and formerly Mr. Gwyneth Paltrow. They are not having a baby despite multiple reports. One report from TMZ. I really, oh, I feel, oh, the, all the multiple reports I saw were aggregated from TMZ. Yes. Okay. It was like a very sort of tumultuous, like two hour yeah. situation. TMZ, like, posted like a paparazzi shot from outside their house where they were having a party yeah and they had blue and pink balloons and so they're like they like extrapolated that it was a gender reveal party (laughs) and that she was having a baby the twist is they're not having a baby yeah they just like balloons and julia roberts was at the party julia roberts was at the party two things yeah one i always am delighted but also horrified to be reminded that chris jenner and melanie griffith are like best friends what so it's like weird to think of like Dakota Johnson's world and Kim Kardashian's world like being like so brushing linked. up against each other, right? That is weird. The other thing is I always forget that she and Chris Martin are dating. I forgot that they were dating until the gender reveal that wasn't. And they've also never confirmed it. <coughs> That's I mean they true. like have confirmed it by like doing it, but not by being like, hello, press. <laughs> yeah, they've confirmed or it. Like, I guess it would be like, Chris Martin, hello, press. Oh, great. That's good. Thank you. Yeah, we're dating. Oh, wow. Is he here? Me and Dakota Johnson. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Chris Martin is in the studio. That's Let's crazy. Let's sing The Scientist. Um, so they are... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he like has that thing. He does. I can't do he it. He does. Uh, you almost had it though. I, I like do. It. Like almost welcome. a yodel or something. It was. Kind. It was cute. So yeah, they're not having a baby. They are dating. They just like balloons. And you know what? Balloons are fun. Balloons are fine. They're not great for the environment. They're not great and for the planet environment. Is dying. Here we go. It's <laughs> so quite. It is just Octo- something to think. It about. is the second week of October, and it is quite muggy outside. Yes. So the world is dying. Rapidly. Happy Halloween. Boo. Death is everywhere. Phillips has a book coming out, I think, like a memoir or something. Yes, she does. Her memoir, by the way, is called This Will Only Hurt a Little. Thank you. She goes into a little bit more detail about an alleged assault by James Franco when they were on the set of Freaks and Geeks. Here's a mini excerpt. This is from a post on Jezebel.com. While filming, Phillips' character, Kim Kelly, gently hits Franco's character, Daniel Desario, which apparently outraged the actor. Phillips writes, He grabbed both my arms and screamed in my face, Don't ever touch me again. And he threw me to the ground, flat on my back. Wind knocked out of me. And apparently the next day he apologized 
and was never punished for what happened. Freaks and Geeks, a show by Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. And James Franco is still very much in that circle, whereas yeah. Phillips is less so. Nope, she just does a lot of really good Instagram stories and has a talk show coming up. Yes, and I watched I Heal Pretty on an airplane recently, oh, and did. it was dreadful. It was. But I don't blame her. <laughs> it's not her fault, but it was not a good movie. Yeah, she uh, brought it up again on Watch What Happens Live with yeah. Andy Cohen. When she was asked who the most difficult celebrity she's ever worked with was, and she said James Franco. Um, Busy, wh- who is the most difficult celebrity you've ever worked with? Oh. Difficult. Well, at the time, but we've since made amends, James Franco and I really didn't get along. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we were on Freaks and Geeks, we were 19, and we really, really disliked each other. It's well documented. He, like, shoved me to the ground once. (laughs) It was, like, really brutal. But we're friends now, and we, like, really like each other now as adults. But as kids, we did not get along. Yeah. Cool stuff. She was on there with Jeff Lewis, another person who's not great. Mm. (laughs) No. But his show, Flipping Out, did have its charms. I, <laughs> I've never seen Flipping Out, and I feel like I would fucking love it. You would love it. I should probably watch it. Yeah, she is like, this isn't new. It just is like coming out again. Yeah, it's just like resurfacing. And like he just sounds like such a charmer. James Franco seems like a real dong. I also just like, it just shows how like unsafe sets can be for women. Yep. In particular. Yep. Yay! Cool! Yay! Fun! Uh, I love being a girl, and I love living in 2018. Everything is cool. Being a woman. The plant is... The plant and the planet are both dying. (laughs) Our rapport is really... Brett Kavanaugh (laughs) is a Supreme Court judge. He's the second sexual assaulter on the Supreme Court. Um, Everything's fine. America's awesome. Oh, this last item. Twist. I don't cry into my pillow every night. I only I definitely s- don't scream in the shower, holding a washcloth to my mouth as tears stream down my face. Do you do that? No, okay. not really. It's I much s- less dramatic. Okay, cool. I was just checking. More of it is a slow collapse. Just like a, like a yeah. melt. Like a yeah, melt sort of into like, the oh, couch. I yeah, I feel, don't know. I don't know. I either feel too much or can't feel at all. Yeah, I can't decide. it's fun. It would be nice to just feel neutral. No, I just wanted to sing a song, mainly a song. to lead us into a truly <laughs> horrific take. Oh my god, you are so rude! By Megan Reynolds. Excuse me, I'm right here. Yeah, I'm looking at you yeah, dead in the eyes I as I say a horrific take. I this is a oh, oh it's our friendship. Um, must I must I Tom Hardy? Okay, here we One go. One of the few things here that we, we can go. count on. All right, here right we now. go. All righty, all righty. Okay. Megan doesn't know if he's hot or not. Here is the twist. There is actually zero twist, <laughs> which is fine. Everybody has their own eyes. It's just a bad take to put in the world. <laughs> We don't need this right now. Okay, so here is why and how this take occurred. I really hate to get all insider baseball bullshit on everybody, but you know what? I have to defend my honor and the words that I wrote that have my name and my face attached to them. I will do so. Beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, so there is this video that Vanity Fair put up like six days ago featuring Tom Hardy and Riz Ahmed. And they were going through, it's like some cute little thing where they're doing, explaining British slang. And someone put this video 
into Jezebel's Slack, which is where we generate all of our ideas for our really fire content. Some ideas, as you're about to learn, better than others. Interesting. Cool, cool, cool. Loving this (laughs) bullying. Anywho, a lot of people were torn. Some people said Tom Hardy is not hot. Some people said he is hot. No one could really agree on it. I heard some really compelling arguments for why he is not hot, especially when his hair is a certain way, sort of in a spiky fashion. One of my arguments against his hotness is that his tattoos are appalling to me on a personal level. Whatever. His face, I still think, is hot. In any case, no one would write the blog, so I said... I will. No one was brave enough. To no one was to, brave enough to say something so controversial. No one was brave enough to say something so controversial, except for me, because I lost dignity years ago. I put that in a box and shoved it back behind the Christmas decorations in my closet. Okay, here's the thing. I do think he's hot. Okay. Clicky clickbait. I'm not the one who wrote the headline. You can take that up with the editor-in-chief of Jezebel.com, Julianne oh, Escobedo-Shepard. Please do. <laughs> Thank you for your time. I think he's hot. Some people, some of the arguments against his hotness were like, he looks like a New Jersey cop, which again, can be hot in the right context. Sure. Again, I still think he's hot. The people at Jezebel who do not think he's hot are in the wrong. I don't like when his hair is spiky. What do you think of his American counterpart, uh, Logan Marshall Green? Do you think he's hot? Who? I pulled up a picture because they look exactly alike. Whoa. Hold he was on. Trey on the OC. Oh. Uh, he has gone on to be in many other things, but I do think that they look so much alike. Okay. As I see this photo of this man for the first time in my life, I think Tom Hardy's hotter. Yeah. Because something about, okay, here's what it is Tom Hardy's mouth. And Tom Hardy's nose, it's like the muzzle section of his sure. face, is his nose is a little broader. His lips are slightly more pillowy. The other guy has like a cheekbone situation that I don't think is working out for me because Tom Hardy looks like the kind of man who has like probably been punched in the face at a fight outside of a pub and broke his nose like a little bit. So it's like a little boop and it's still, and I think that's hot. Throwing a beard on both of them. Fuck. Oh God, you, jeez Louise. Um, okay. The great thing about podcasts is it's a visual medium. <laughs> so what I'm seeing here for the people who cannot see what I see are Tom Hardy in a tuxedo with like what I would call like a sad man beard. Not that the beard itself is sad, but that's so a it's man. Scraggly. It's, 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 it's I mean, it's a little patchy like around the under lip area and I feel like it could use a trim. Other dude, Logan Marshall Green, sorry to erase his name. No, dude, Tom Hardy still wins. And it looks like Tom Hardy has long hair in this photo, which is really, which is like not generally something that that goes. I think they are both hot, but I agree that Tom Hardy is hotter. Tom Hardy is hotter. Also, just to put forth into this debate, since I... You opened the door. I opened the door. There's a great video of Tom Hardy holding his baby son and rapping with the baby. Oh, no. Um, And it's adorable. Oh, no. Also, I think that, like, he kind of just has this sort of, like, rough East London grossness that I, like, would, like— Yes, yes. I don't know. I like that he plays these, like, kind of English, gross, dirty, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Just say, like, I'm just saying, like, he would just have to say the word, and I'd be like, fine. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, cool, totally fine, whatever, where, yeah. here, here's like good? Some, like, does this work? Okay, great. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, already stepping out of my pants, like, yeah, that's fine, that works. Right, you can be, like, he could just be, like, in, you know, a tracksuit 
or whatever. Well, that's how just like I'd holding look. a baseball bat, and I would just be like, Fuck, yes, yeah, no, I would please. ideally, I would rather him in a tracksuit holding a baseball bat and like possibly like an open beer in the other hand. I'd be like, you know what? This seems this seems like a great idea. Also, he the woman he's married to is lovely. <laughs> That's <laughs> the other thing I'll say. She was they were in like weathering weathering heights together oh. and that's where they met. And she was Catherine who was Heathcliff. Wow. Oh, I love that. That's um, so nice. Yeah. So good job, Tom Hardy. For being hot. Yeah. You <laughs> glad we settled this debate. Again. I was asserting his hotness, and it was you could bring it up with the individual members of Jezebel. I shan't. I will would be glad to air them out for you uh, off off mic. Just find that video of him holding his baby and rapping. Do the kinky kinky, give me the mic, the mic, they don't really need me. Socrates, the book of pages, I flip, I flip the fucking mic. In the back of the back of the day, this hectic, hectic, when those brothers don't respect it. Ha, 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 Again, glad we have uh, We've fully objectified straight. this man. I've noticed that, like, a lot of the things I end up writing are just, like, objectifying men but trying not to do it in a way that will, like, get us in trouble. It's important work that you're doing. It is. Like, Pete Davidson's voice. I wrote, like, 400 words about how I'd fuck that. I know. Something is, honestly, I'm broken inside and I feel okay about it, but I'm just letting you know. I mean, as long as that's a... (sighs) I think it's a hot voice. Sounds kind of like a bullfrog, but a sexy one. And he's got like this kind of gross outer borough accent that I really does it for me. Again, I'm broken. Sitting across the table from Maddie and myself is a them among who's. Wow. Sure. Her name is Lindsay Weber. She is a friend of the podcast. She is the co-host of Who Weekly, which is hosted also with Bobby Finger, another friend of the fucking podcast. (laughs) We're here to talk about a movie that, as I said earlier, I have not been able to stop thinking about. A star is born. Me too. I also want to add to Lindsay's credit that she is a great wedding officiant. Oh my thank God. you so much. She really thank is. you. I mentioned a star is born in those <laughs> officiation. I don't yes. know if you remember that. I did. Yeah. I, I loved being, I felt like I was really around my people. Truly. It, it was, was references nice. for the crowd. Well, it was funny because I don't think Bobby will be mad if I say this, but okay. he he had mentioned that he wanted to maybe uh, do a little riff on star is born Ooh. in his vows. And I said, no, don't do that. <laughs> It's my day. I said, well, I was just like, that's not something that you probably want to do, but let me, I'll do the joke. I'll give you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to just stick to earnest like, love. Which he did Which he did. Yeah. yeah. So we it was were like, all sobbing. Yeah. I mean, as I wept. I think A Star is Born is timeless, as we'll get to. Thank you. But not right. that timeless as I, putting it in your wedding vows. I, honestly, I agree. <laughs> Let's talk about something great. And that is A Star is Born. I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. Okay, tell us why. Which I think is like to its credit, right? Right. Like Mm -hmm. if it had just been a one-note film, I would have said like iconic and then like moved on. But like there's been actual things that I've wanted to talk about. Which is like is I think a credit to Bradley Cooper, which hurts me to say. Yes. 
like Painful. I don't I don't want to be like Bradley Cooper guitarist job, right like, amazing <laughs> but I do think a lot of this movie owes a lot of itself to Bradley Cooper I agree <laughs> I also now that we got that over let's with. I didn't just think, like process that for a second. I did not think I was gonna like it because yeah. I was like I refuse to like Yeah, this you're contrary. Or are you a contrarian by nature sometimes? Um, a little I bit? mean I think it got a lot of hype. I also like and probably everybody in this room has this, is that like you it's really hard to not be a critic after mm. you've been mm-hmm. a, a critic for years and mm-hmm. that like there are times where I really wish I could just watch a movie. Um, but especially as someone who's like written for like feminist leaning publications, it's really hard for me to watch any movie without being like, I don't know. Like my nickname in my test. household is problematic because I ruin oh, that's everything. Cute. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's so I, cute. We love, no, we but I agree. I think we we love Star is Born on the podcast on Who Weekly very thoroughly and, and very honestly, but there is a bit of a bit, a shtick. Like we, yeah. we yeah, amplify our right. love, right? Like, And so I was really worried that I would go in and not find it as good as kind of we wanted it to be right. and then would have to couch that. But I really didn't have to. <laughs> I know. I know. I really didn't. And I, I really— nice. Like I took on the haters in the in my Instagram, you know, I just Getting left in and there. right. Boom. You're just like Lady Gaga throwing punches in a cop bar. Oh my god, over like nothing. <sighs> yeah, that over was literally weird. nothing. Over that was, no- very that was a weird build that up, was, right? Uh, you know. Yeah. So those little nitpicky things I think we could we could pick at. But like I think overall it's yes. like a movie worthy of the hype that it has been given, which is rare. You I tweeted agree. something that was along the lines and Pardon me for paraphrasing. Please, no, please quote my tweets that back to it's, me. It's going to like feel really good to <laughs> yes. like actually root for an Oscar movie. Yeah, well, I spent all last year being like, three billboards, fuck that movie. Right. I hope it dies. Like, sure. I hate it. I was mad about people thinking that movie was good. Yeah. Because yeah. it really was not good. Right. right. Not good in a technical sense, uh-huh. in a like narrative sense. It was very offensive. And so my whole thing was just, I don't want this movie to win any awards, right? And so this one, I'm going to come to this Oscars being like, I don't have something I'm trying to not get awards. Yeah. I'm going to have something I'm like rooting excited for. Yeah, right. yeah, and like which is nice. It's nice. It's I like the it's idea nice. of like in, going into an election. How often like you just vote for who you don't want, right? Right, right. or um, you vote against who you don't want. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, even for the Moonlight La La Land year, yeah. right? Like I liked Moonlight a lot, but mm-hmm. I hated La La Land more. So it's been a few years since I've had like an opportunity like a, to be in a love. positive fire. Yes, and which to is nice. root for Bradley Cooper, which I don't oh, know how yeah, we got. Yeah. Here. Yeah, I know. Guys. I don't want to get here. Fuck. We I mean, have to. Like, we, what? I'm rooting for Lady Gaga, and I never yeah. thought I would. What has endeared Lady Gaga to me is her, like, the theater kid that lives within, and she is now, like, the fullest expression of that. And I really, I really like that. But everything else before that just seemed like not posturing, but I was just kind of annoyed by it. Sure. She's definitely an artist who loves to make herself over. She loves yeah. the reinvention. Yeah. That's her thing. Yeah. I mean, Joanne was a, f- a flop, but my nice. friends and I loved it almost because it was so much posturing yeah. that it dug into, like, campiness in a yeah. very fun way. And if right. you're, like, a semi-fan of country music— she really like came for us in that way, which I appreciated, you know. Like I, you know, I love Joanne and I think if Joanne had been released after A Star is Born, it would have been way more successful, but that's oh, a yeah. whole other conversation. It's like, total, like folky Yeah, I think now we're waiting. We yeah, want that's that. True. And and this this soundtrack really like leads into mm-hmm. that direction for her, although who knows what she'll do next after this. Truly, no one can tell. <laughs> Maybe but, it's yeah. the unpredictability that like annoys me. You, I love stability yeah. as, a, love st- as a human being. Yeah, I really enjoy. It's true. And she's had, you know, she's had mis- 
missteps. I mean, not just on the charts, but also like critically. Like she yeah. hasn't always been like beloved. That's true. She's she also had like moments where she's just like ripped off yes, other artists. You know? Very much. And I, so. I don't think she even does that intentionally as much as like the people around her probably are like, this is such a great idea. Right. She has a lot of people. She has like yeah. House of Gaga that's like very much in her. I mean, I right. I definitely my friend Steven has been a Lady Gaga stand since the beginning. And when she came out as like Joel Calderon, remember when she was yes. that male? How I, could I forget? I Lindsay. looked at him and said, Are you still here for this? And he was like, mm. So we had a Joe stumbling Calderon. moment. That was weird, right? That, that name is up. hilarious. She's, she came back from that. She realized quickly that that was, that like, was like not a, a journey bill. she wanted to go into. No, no. The Tony Bennett time was always was funny to laugh at, but she really did an amazing job I of love the Tony recentering Bennett. herself yeah. as like, remember me as like a good artist. Like she yeah. sang. Like, I'm a singer. Remember she went that. on the Oscars mm-hmm. and she sang um, the Sound of Music song. That's right. And and everyone's mom and dad were like, oh, she did a Thanksgiving special. Yeah, my Facebook, like, yeah. my Facebook uh, timeline of like neighbors and parents yes. was just like, what a real talent. She's she Stephanie knows what she's doing. Like she did the Super Bowl. She did the year before, I think she did the national anthem, which kind of mm-hmm. po- poised her for the Super right. Bowl the next year or whatever, whenever it came. And like, I just think that she is just really smart. And like, I, agree. I also wasn't sure she was a good actress because I had seen her in um, American Horror Story. And yeah. I was like, mm. Oh, I heard she was terrible. He made me. He made me everything I am. And you made me. Yeah, I, was just I like, mean, yeah. I don't know if she was terrible so much as that like, whole that the frame was, was like yeah. garbage. So right, so we were unclear as to what was going to happen. Right, but I think she did a really good job acting at a in a in a role that could have been her playing herself. Yeah, but she wasn't playing herself. That I liked. That and was that's nice. Subtle and like you can either say that's Gaga or Bradley Cooper's direction. I will. I would accept any answer. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I also just um. Not to be shallow about it. Wow. Oh, <laughs> damn. Oh, boy. Um, okay. Sorry. I actually really am not to be shallow about yes. it. Mm-hmm. I loved looking at her yes. throughout the whole movie. I just found, like, her to be so—she's just, like, so at home in her body in this way that I uh, envy. That theater um, training. But I'm also—I don't—it I don't, I, goes those, beyond um, theater training. It's maybe injections into her face yeah, that she also, definitely sure. has. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely the fact that her face, like— but like it goes, I feel like it goes beyond. Say? It's like some say? natural confidence that she has. That's true. Um, and then also, yes. it's just like again, she like her profile is such like a part of the movie. I can't with yes, the nose. Barbara but Streisand like, shout out and. But I was like, she looks like I just loved looking at her. And I think that's also authentic to her own kind of story. Although she always says the difference between her and Allie is that she knew she was going to be famous from the beginning. Yeah. And Allie, the whole thing is she doesn't. Like, oh yeah. God, but right. Lady Gaga was like, I'm famous. From like the yeah. top. That's true. <laughs> that makes like You see like videos of her like yeah. performing at NYU and it's very yeah. clear. And it's interesting because you think about like Barbara as playing the part <clears throat> and Barbara, they don't really mention Barbara's no- nose in the movie. No. I don't think. They but don't. Barbara's actual story was really consumed with her nose yeah. and they told her to get a thing get surgery and she said no because it would change my voice. She was always scared to change her voice so she point. never did. So it's like it's interesting that they like wrote that Barbara into this piece mm. like also and then like yeah. um, Bobby mentioned on Who Weekly the, the kind of beauty of the opening title card. Yes. was like very Judy Garland. Very yes. Hollywood. Title. That, that was like, I'm nice. glad you brought that up. Because so beautiful. I was like, the tight face was beautiful. The framing was beautiful. Her within the framing was so perfect. Beautiful. I think that was where I was like, Oh, we're here. I think I gasped. A star. I was also is real, about to be born. Super stoned when I saw it. And that Amazing. was truly the only way to do it. 
I think that I was just much more willing to be, because I was stoned, I was much more willing to be, like, taken by, like, the yes. spectacle. Because yes. normally I would have been like, fuck this. This is stupid. I hate everything. <laughs> Let me kick your popcorn out of your hand, whatever. Did you guys see, like, criticisms out there and, like, should we address them, our I mean, haters? Is just supposed I had Look. a few people, like, respond to me that were kind of like— a little bit like, lol, this is not that good of a movie. Yeah. But I think a yeah. lot of that has to do with like the nature of camp and like how we define it. This was written about by Richard Lawson mm-hmm. and also Kyle Buchanan in their like reviews of it, but was like, can we let a movie like just be emotional and yeah. not yeah. call it camp? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I also feel us. like camp like has to be kind of. I don't know. It has to be like low budget in a way. It has to be funny for the wrong reasons. You know, like it really was just like, oh, this is like a sweeping yeah, uh, cinematic experience. And the only time I laughed, maybe in an appropriate time, in it, an inappropriate time, time okay. was the hey moment because it was a meme. <laughs> yeah. Hey. What? I just want to take another look at you. And But I think if... I, it wasn't a meme. I wouldn't have laughed. So yeah. that's why we laughed at that, I think. For okay. sure. Did also, you, yeah. that scene, like, I think where they cut it in the trailer makes it so much worse. Where it's like, oh, she's actually kind of doing a thing and not just, like, smiling smugly. No, and in the movie, it contextually is a little, little bit more beautiful. It's yeah, like a little true. bit more special. And that then it repeats true. itself at the end and you're like, oh. feel like a dummy because until I was like doing some research into this episode, I actually thought there were only three stars borns when there's four. Yeah, there's yeah, there's so always the, there's, there's one, one in the Garland, there's the Streisand. Then there's one before before. Yeah, there's they're the all Lakers. bad though. At the least Streisand one is whew. they're all critically they were all critically kind of hated. Yeah. The first first one, I don't even actually don't really know, know what know the deal of that one. It's was. like a little bit weirder in that it's like so the first two are about an actress. They're not about um, a singer. A singer. A singer. But they all still follow kind of the same arc where it's just like a famous man discovers a nobody woman, really fosters her talent. They fall in love. He has really bad alcoholism. And she eclipses him. And she eclipses him. But that those movies, I felt like, and the Streisand one, were so much more about talent and stardom yeah, and yeah, fame totally. and what it does to you, but also what it does to the people around you, right? right. But this movie felt way more about trauma and about trauma, alcoholism. Yeah, and about, uh, yeah, exactly, dark addiction. Is, it was very grim. Very dark. Uh, the, I mean, the Barbara one ends dark too, but it's weird. But like, not Chris really. Yeah. like, goes, they all he, like, drives dark. into but then a it's ditch like, and oh, it's like, whatever. Yeah. No, but, like, because I watched the Streisand one before on the, the morning before I saw Wow, that took it. you, what, 14 hours? I did like, it for like, three hours. Thought I sat down at 8.30 a.m. to watch it. Movie's so long. Emerged and was like, oh, God, like, it's 11. I hate my life. That movie was so bad. Yeah, it's bad. So, so bad. Um, well, and they don't have any chemistry whatsoever. No. no, I mean, he's really good and she's really good. They're not good together. It's really beautiful. It is. The wedding scene is oh, one yeah. of the most beautiful Barbra Streisand looks yes. I've ever experienced. Yeah. Yes. Also, she was, uh, all the wardrobe came from her own closet. Of course God it did. Bless. Which um, is so and weird. That the, movie, like, 
co-written by Joan Didion. Oh, yeah, and her husband. Right, because they were, like, script doctors at yeah, some point, I weren't they? Yeah, Just yeah, feel yeah. like that was a fun little fact. That I mean, right. they couldn't have cut that down in half an hour. Never forget, the original, the Judy Garland Star is Born has an extra 30 minutes that are lost to time. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I was reading that, like, it's Thank God. The, they sold it for parts, that. The oh, 30 yeah. minutes. There's, like, an extended version yeah. you can watch that's just the dialogue on top of production still. Because they don't have it anymore. They threw it. They yeah. sold it. They sold it. It was made out of something more valuable than the film itself. Amazing. Well, and she's really good in it. Jesus yes. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. like, there's definitely, like, kind of this, like, heart, this, like, gut-wrenching thing considering, the, I mean, that Judy Garland's history. Right. right. With, um, with Barbara, there's less of that, I think. Yeah, and Barbara is just like such like a razzmatazz yeah. that you're just like it's she's so the, true. The opening <laughs> scene so of her God. in A Star Is Born, she's just like a hint of cross-eyed, holding oh. a microphone, singing her hair, the fucking Oreos, yeah. like all of it. It's like, so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. And but what struck me, how you guys were saying earlier that the most recent iteration is so much about trauma. Like it's yeah. just, it's so dark. I think you could even say it's more about him than her, it, maybe. And I think it, I would say that's because Bradley Cooper wrote it and directed it. Yeah, and it's yeah, sure. And he has a history with, with alcoholism right. and stuff. And he, you know, so he's sober. So, like, maybe that's why it, it kind of swings towards him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that she's the last one standing and her, she has the last moment and da-da-da makes, could, you could argue it's all about her. I think, like, in the Barbara Streisand version, his suicide is just suggested, right? No, it's like, no, it's, no, he's, he's, but they're right, like, he's like, it maybe was an accident. Yeah. Yes, he go, he drives away in a car That's very so recklessly, stupid. and With then minutes later, she's. She's oh. like weeping over his like body, and you're not in the sad thing. because that's not an earned death. It's not no. an earned death, <laughs> and because their entire relationship has like as much chemistry as like my cell phone and your water. Cup. Yeah, it's nothing. I and know, like, and there's which no, by the way are about to. They're, fuck. Yeah, they've been fucking, but we separated them. <laughs> the person they think is going to definitely win an Oscar is Sam Elliott, yes. who plays the brother. Yeah, but I think it's. Great, because that's the character that gives the depth to Bradley Cooper True. that he earns in order to have a moment at the end that is yeah. actually genuinely moving. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. I Gravel agree. voice. Oh, um, they both have vocal fry. Bradley Cooper apparently modeled his voice on Sam Elliott's voice before casting Sam Elliott. Jesus fucking but God. I, <laughs> of course he did. I, like, turned to my friend did. during the movie, and I was like, wow, this, like, uh, Jeff Bridges impression is really spot on. It's wild. I know. the 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 That crackly vocal but. fry was took me a while to like actually buy into yeah. with, with Bradley. It t- uh, well, because it just seems like he's really straining. It's it looks, it's, looks like it, it just looks painful. Like even like Dave Chappelle's character was also like Ooh. I definitely took me a second to have that earned for me. And yeah. then Eddie Griffith's character, I say, I, he does not. That Bradley was weird. Cooper just like a huge fan of comedy. I, Maybe I think he Andrew might be. D- and D- Andrew Dice Clay plays, who plays Lady Gaga's dad. It's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's funny because when you Halsey, who everyone laughs you, about. Oh, that was so weird. I mean, that was actually weird because that made it. That was the only reference that made it this year. Yeah, like if she had not been in this movie, it could have been any year. That's true. I was watching the trailer. I was like, when is this set? Because like the outfits are confusing. The songs. Right. are Right. Well, like that's, so much that was my it. only problem with it. If I had to like have a problem, because I understand no cell phones, I understand not having those things. Yeah, yeah. But the deliberate leaving all that stuff out, like obscuring like any identifying was, made the movie better, but also made it a little bit confusing in terms of like, first of all, who would Bradley Cooper's character be in 2018? Right. That's tough. I right? was trying to figure that. I mean, it's many people it could from be start to finish. Bruce Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen, I think. Chris Stapleton, well, well, and Eddie Vedder character. But would drag queens know what Chris this Stapleton looks no, like? This so was what my big <laughs> debate where I'm like, there is no uh, white man in rock in his 40s right now who is 
known in every community. No way. There's. I was like, maybe Jack White? Maybe. But I still think Jack White could walk through my neighborhood and people would be like, who is the freak? It's just more like who would, would who would drag queens recognize immediately? Right. As right. like a, the woman, a woman takes a picture of him at the grocery store and it's just like right. a weird situation. His fa- right. Yeah, his fame was like this universal guy's like Brad in a way Pitt that famous. made no this sense. This guy's exactly. like George Clooney famous. But yeah. a singer. But a singer. Which I think it's just because like rock isn't popular right now. Yeah. Right. Um, the only guys I could think of would be like Billy Joel or Bruce Springsteen. And I, think too old. I think the were a little too old. Probably, yeah. If they didn't have the drag queen scenes that they needed to have, they could have gotten away with that because it would have been like, well, he's just like a really big country. Oh, alt. yeah. He could have been he like could a have been Brad Paisley-ish. Totally. But because they made him like a universal star, that's where it kind of was like, what year is it? Then like, when Halsey showed I? up, I was like, I guess the it's 2018. Fuck? Right. Is pop music popular now? Was Were we four years ago just before? Now we're right. 2018. Like, right. where, how fast did we progress to where we are now at the Grammys? It is but, very, the timeline is very odd. It um, is. But I do want to go back just to what we've just been ta- focusing yeah. on about, like, who could he be? Oh, yeah. Because I was like, the closest I can think of to, like, a male rock star of that age selling out a stadium right now is I was like the Black Keys, but like but I couldn't pull I couldn't what? pull a Black Key out of a no. lineup. Maroon Five, <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe, oh. but they're not rock. The they're closest, just a band. Yeah, we were talking about like the closest person we could think of was Diddy. Where like that's the only person we could think of that like right. is known in every I get community. Yeah. It okay. could also be Mick Jagger, but he's too old. Right, I mean, everyone Mick I could come up with. Like, the age right. of that like white male rock star is just not old. is is an aged concept. So it makes sense if this took place in the eighties or yes. in the early nineties. Yeah, but it just didn't, which mm-hmm. is just fine like too. Now, right, ish, they could have made it older. It's really insane that Halsey is the person who the Halsey is the item in this that makes it 2018. I do that love the idea bad. that maybe Bradley Cooper like loves her. I, I like <laughs> where did she come from? I, I would have chosen someone more timeless because then it would have given it. Yeah. it would have continued the theme. But Halsey right. is so 2018. It hurts. Right. Like call me in five years. Like if Halsey is still around presenting Grammys, Doing maybe. Stuff. But right. like yeah. it just it's so today. I had read that like kind of the way he chose to tell time is he really didn't want to do a montage of any kind. And so that was why he, like, did the SNL thing to be, like, that's, like, a sign of, like, a somewhat meteoric rise. Right, because she did the finale of SNL. Yeah, with oh, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Right. <laughs> Which actually doesn't set it in any year either. No, no. that was that's wild. like, any time. Right. It could have been, Alec Baldwin's a great choice for that because yeah. Alec Baldwin could host SNL any year. I mean, he for sure 2018-ish, but it was, it, that actually made it timeless, too. Yeah, I have another criticism. Oh, yeah, go. Uh, I'm ready. I Bradley Cooper should have been fatter. Yeah. Okay, I said that, and it was a little bit of a problematic was statement it? because someone said to me, and they were— Oh, God. Okay. Right, well, it's like, you know, alcoholics can be any uh, can be any size. They can be fit, too. And I said— <laughs> uh, That's not why I think you should have been if fatter, If you're a rock though. star— No, that's exactly and you're not, why I think you should have oh. been fatter. Well, if you're a rock star and you're not taking care of— You know, like, didn't look he was, like he was working out at the gym is what I'm saying. Like, that yeah. didn't fit into his narrative. I understand that people who have— Problem like addiction problems can look however can look they any, however any human you can look any way. But anyway. you're right. The fact that they kept showing off his very hunky torso yeah. in many very obvious ways, like, like when he gets like the steroid shot, yeah, I'm when like, he's like that's approaching like when I felt, like, his body, like his ass. Yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, like hmm. you're hot. I guess. Yeah, that I was weird. It was like, like he was wearing an old mask, but then like a, hung, a hot body. His face was so confusing. Yeah, to I me. get why people would be like, yeah, like anybody can be yeah. an addict. Yeah, but it's just like I do think that if you're an alcoholic for long enough, your body shows it. Yeah, and so this was just his face had shown it. Yeah, it was just like the ruddy, like, 
the self tanner, the perma squint, the like. But that's why it's like his, okay, uh, Irish complexion. We'll would call it. have Clint <laughs> Eastwood? Nice. Would you have believed a Clint Eastwood more? I think I would have. Not that he would have been better, he but I think have been he would have been more better believable. casted. Yeah. Well, he was originally going to direct this, right? Yeah, and maybe star in it. Too. Yike. Yeah. An older actor could have maybe been more For convincing sure. in terms of look, but like Bradley Someone Cooper. like a little more probity. Yeah, like a little bit more like Grizzled. disheveled. Naturally yeah. disheveled. Naturally disheveled, mm-hmm. not fake I, tanner disheveled. But again, his voice, very elderly. Yeah, his, My voice goodness. Had, his voice had seen many things. As if it had been like in the back of a closet and like dragged out and aired out. His I voice loved was how up. they had the hearing element like as a part oh, yeah, which I nice. forgot about until literally just now. The tinnitus. The tinnitus yeah. was a nice touch. That's like not... Set, written about or talked about in Agreed. terms of film and Didn't singers. Didn't you think, though, it was going to come out that his dad, like, beat him in the yes, head? actually. I thought he was going to lose his hearing fully. Oh, for sure. But I thought end. it was, like, when he was like, oh, yeah, drinking with my dad, I thought, like, it was going to be, like, a oh, twist. Was that his, like... It wasn't because of the music. It was because of his dad. That was, like, my thought. Yeah. Did you guys listen to the other songs on the soundtrack yet? Have you listened to the full soundtrack yet? I have. So, okay, here's what bothers me about oh, the soundtrack. Wow, ready? Mm-hmm. Ready? Yeah, ready? I'm ready. I'm fucking ready for it? I just don't like the dialogue. That's all. Wait, there's versions of it without dialogue. Oh, I'd love to find those. Okay, I have, I'll send I have, you one. Thank you. I have yet to discover those, but that is why I have only just been jumping why around to the songs this that I like. Is because the movie has very sh- short clips in the back of other songs that are in full on the soundtrack, and they are amazing. Oh, we have more alley tracks. If you're like, wow, I'd love to explore more of Ali's bad career. I, I don't do. worry, Lindsay, they're there. Thank you. Oh my they're God. there. Okay. I liked the song that that uh, they played during the credits, though, which like wasn't in the movie. It was like an alley song. Well, there's the one that's um, the one where she's like, um, "I'm alone in my house." One. Oh my god. That's when she's writing. Yeah, I'm uh, alone. Yeah, that one that right. comes in full. And there's like um, the one she sings on SNL, which like you're supposed to think is bad. It's hair, like kind of hair, body, face. No, or whatever. the why did you do that to me? Oh, that was, yeah. <laughs> that was written by <laughs> Diane Warren. This is not- The hair body face one is fucking that song incredible. Kills me. I just don't know what to do with you. A man loves a triple threat. Did the party room just? I also didn't realize you were supposed to think that was bad. Really, I thought you it, thought it was oh, good. Oh, I, I mean, oh, I guess I, I just thought that he. I thought that like he was. It was just like another way to like paint him as an asshole that he like really. Would, yeah, oh, when that's that how song, I took it. Oh, when, is that he? What, um, that's interesting. When that started playing, I was like, I thought this you were is supposed to so bad. Say it like be like, like Jesus. this is bad. She looks bad. Yeah, she well because what she did to her <laughs> hair was not good. Well, that was what was I loved about this movie, right? Like she looks, she changes from a. Italian girl who looks like Lady Gaga, early Gaga. That's right, fine. Right, right. Still dressed weird, but that's fine. Those jeans with the chain, whatever. It's I fine. Was just that was a problem. On the way here, where I'm like, what the are jeans those with the holes chain for? <laughs> for the chain, <laughs> obviously. Right? They grommets. have that at the ArcLight in LA, also for anyone who's in LA and wants to go visit I, them. I, saw, I might get on the airplane. <laughs> yeah, I might go see them. Let's too. go. Great. So, so, but I what I loved about her was that when she tra- changed into a pop star, it wasn't Lady Gaga. Like no, it would have so easily not. just been like it could have just been like here's a mean dress, whatever. Right. There was something always off about her. Oh, her totally. Costumes were weird. The her hair was Grammy dress up. was really the ugly. Remember, very bell. Weird. The the the, the bow. It looked like old Gucci kind of, but I don't know. It was just yeah. not good. 
is and what like, I definitely yeah. also thought Gucci. Right. Like when, when she when she said, I'm not going blonde, and then she went red, and you, it was even uglier than care. you could have she ever. Went, like, orange. That was like, inspiring, honestly, yeah. because the whole movie, <laughs> she felt slightly off in a way where she didn't look like Lady Gaga. Yeah. She looked like this alt version of a pop star where if Lady Gaga had followed a different sliding doors path, she yeah, could yeah, have yeah. been. Totally. You know, like, and why did you do that to me? Sounds like a seaside off of fame monster, which was like, yeah. which, you a know, seaside. I would have loved. But I like recognize is bad. Exactly. Um, but like that's really subtle. Like that is yeah. subtle. That's subtle posturing. And like I thought that was really brilliant. And that was, I don't know how much it was Bradley Cooper, but it was a lot of the songwriters thinking yeah. about what is going to sound like a real song, but sound bad. <laughs> Maybe I was just giving Bradley Cooper too much credit. I think were, yeah. Let's never just do that. in that. No, no. Like there's that really like heartbreaking scene where he's drunk and talking to her in the bath, and it's just being oh, I so like that. cruel. That was, that um, was bad. And I was just like, I don't know when he just like is like insulting how she looks. Yeah, insulting. Yeah. I guess my feeling was like, oh, this is someone who's not in the right. I love that. Like it could have just been like right. He was such an asshole, but there were no, elements of him like. I tried to mold you into like an artist, a real artist. Like yeah, you right. have real talent, and why'd you do that to me? Is not not like it. up to your talent or whatever. And that song and he was, is insane. That song is insane, and he's right. I guess <laughs> I just found it like so patronizing. Yeah. Oh, um, and also like it very much totally. reminded me of like the type of guy who tells you that you look way better without makeup on. I mean, where I was just like, as maybe Mr. Cooper, which is weird because yeah. I hate to say this, but she did. So like, I know I feel crazy because it's like I was also a terrible thing to say, but she really her makeup was terrible. Mad, I do think it's like still. what a kind gift he gave her to. Uh, Die and then make it so sh- the rest of her career will always be in the shadow of Marred that death. Marred by it. <laughs> it's true. No, it's true. And like that's yep. the cruelest thing of all, right? Yep. Like he didn't even he didn't just ruin her European tour. No, he ruined he like ruined the career. rest of her fucking he ruined career. Her career. Yeah. No, I mean, cool for him. <laughs> I think we can like wrap this up fairly soon. But I will. S- we don't want this to be as long as the Star as is the Born. Star is no, um, the first one. No. But I one thing that I really like about like the a star is born uh culture sure, that sure. is oh, happening. Yes, yes. Sure, sure. Um, for every yeah, for every internet sure. meme that is born, another meme must die or yeah. something. Yes. Um I got into an <laughs> argument true. with somebody on Friday about wow. Kanye West. Oh. And I didn't want to be arguing about no, Kanye West. Never I don't I want to no, but yes. Didn't I was like, this is not interesting to me. I don't have anything else to say. Um and then the argument I'd was like to hear. Yeah, but we're talking about him. <sighs> So clearly, like, it's important. Uh, I've heard that also. Um, well, like this it. actually is a story that has to do with what we're talking yes. about, I yeah, promise. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. But I was just like, I was like, yeah, we're talking about him because it matters to you, not because it matters to me. I was like, I could be somewhere talking about a star is born right now. And he was like, but no one cares about it that much. Flash forward oh, 24 hours to forward. the dance floor at this wedding that we were Are all attending. Kidding? Oof, the what a, what a opening moment that was. bars of A Star Is Born, people the just scream, sprinted. Flocked. And like, I I've never heard people sing along to like I to know. any other song besides like Don't Stop Believing yeah, at a true. wedding. Like, I don't know. It's a testament to the community that is at, was that at that wedding. Let's say that. But, I, but, I thank you, but Lindsay. I, yes. But people are talking about A Star Is Born. That is incorrect. Oh, um, right. Lindsay, thank you so this much. This has been so good. We thank love, you for letting me get this off my chest. Um, anytime. Anytime, my friend. 
Um, we love Who Weekly. We, we love do. you. Yeah. We do. Thank you so much. Um, everybody should listen to that. Please. Comes yeah, out on the exact same day. You can even listen to it first. Yeah, listen to it first if you want. It's a companion piece to this. It's a companion piece to this. We did like a diptych for you. It's true. It's true. That's that. Thanks for having me. No prop. Thank you so much for listening to Dirtcast and thank you to Lindsay Weber. This episode was produced by Rachel Withers and was mixed by Jamie Colazzo. Majina Mofidi is our executive director of audio. Our theme music is by Stuart Wood. If you want to send us a tip or just let us know what you think, hit us up at dirtcast at jezebel.com. You can find us on Spotify, NPR One, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.